the East African crude oil pipeline, what opportunities are there to harness for the Tanzanian economy and how does the private sector secure a share of this? Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I'm Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter, Africa Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Dong. The East African crude oil pipeline project is part of a wider $3.5 billion Lake Albert Resources Development Project in Tanzania and Uganda. The ECOP project aims to connect the oil fields around Lake Albert in Uganda to supply up to 216,000 barrels of crude oil per day to Tanzania's export terminal in Tanga. The fast oil export from the project is expected to take place in early 2025. We speak to Uhuru Ombeni, an economist based in Tanzania, on how the private sector can position themselves for the opportunities that will come with the development of the ECOP. East African crude oil pipeline this is the biggest project in East Africa and both countries who were involved Tanzania and Uganda they have understood the role of the private sector and it's very 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 uh, important that the both countries they have used this uh, PPP to make sure that you know uh, we have like a business perspective through this project rather than having two countries two governments only uh in the future i see like you know like more trading more trading through uh technological transfer through uh, improvement of new infrastructure logistics you know new employment through the project uh, i see a lot of new business coming you know most of people hesitate to start business because they look on the Uh, cost of starting business like you know you have to incorporate energy costs like if you want to start an industry you need to think of electricity you need to think of where you're going to get cheaper cheaper source of energy so if you have already a uh, cheap source of energy then it's easier for 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 the country to to uh, attract new businesses so in the future i see business coming on because of this project and in terms of exports rise you know because we we're going to use the oil not within the country only but the excess will be uh, exported to other countries so in terms of raising the uh, the uh, the foreign currency reserves that is very important as well because we'll have to export and any foreign currencies that will make, become like a good a good business for for Tanzania and Uganda as well uh, when oil start to uh, flow uh, so when the project is already completed the benefits that we will directly see is the decline in the fuel prices this is the immediate uh, impact that we go, we going to see because uh, the cost of you know transport uh, from uganda to tanzania it's uh, cheap compared to the cost of you know purchasing oil from the uh from other countries that we are importing that we are importing before so the oil prices will go down so directly will impact the businesses people will have more income people purchasing power will be higher so people will have uh more uh, uh like money to spend on the uh, on the uh, goods and services and like this recently one whereby you know the prices is higher so people like you know they hesitate even to 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 spend much in in energy and instead they just spend on the uh, 
specific uh, uh, consumer consumer goods. In terms of uh, reduction of imports, and this this will be directly the impact of the 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 ACOB because uh, currently we import uh, oil from different countries, so the this project will lead to the like not rely much on the importation from those countries. Instead, we use the cheaper one, like from Uganda to Tanzania, and reduce the cost that we are paying uh, in terms of foreign currency to other countries. So in terms of balance of payments, we'll be in a good position as, as the country. Uh, same uh, in terms of uh, uh, importation costs to be reducted in terms of new business to be introduced in the country, and you know the good thing is the minister that is uh, uh, dealing with the energy in Tanzania is having some uh, strategy to make sure that you know we start some new project, the LNG project, to make sure that still in the future we have sustainable sustainable energy and we have cheaper source of energy uh, as the country. So I see more opportunity in the country from the energy sector because we have like different. Uh, discovery of energy. We have different sources, and that will more likely attract investor in Tanzania because the cost of starting business in Tanzania will become uh, uh, lower, will become cheap to start business in Tanzania because of the easier availability of energy. That was Uhuru Ombeni, an economist based in Tanzania. Review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Kenya Revenue Authority says revenue collection in the month of October surged 23.2% to reach 154.4 billion Kenya shillings. The taxman had set a target of 142.3 billion Kenya shillings for the month, going into the second quarter of the financial year 2021 2022, representing a performance of 108.5%. Cumulative revenue collection in four months to October has similarly grown. 28.3% to stand at 631.1 billion Kenya shillings against a target of 603.9 billion Kenya shillings. The taxman has been on an aggressive push to expand the tax base by targeting individuals and businesses who were previously excluded in the tax bracket as well as enhancing compliance by ensuring taxpayers file returns and pay correct taxes. Similarly, the authority says it has embarked on investigating entities whose profitability model is based on tax evasion and illicit trade in order to recover taxes and deploy the use of data and intelligence to unearth and pay taxes. Canadian miner Golden Star Resources has agreed to be acquired by Chifeng Geelong Gold Mining in a $470 million deal that gives the Shanghai-listed company access to a gold mine in Ghana. Golden Star owns and operates the Wasa Mine in Africa's biggest producer of the metal. Meanwhile, Mali is set to bring in new rules for artisanal gold mining that could help it overtake South Africa as a continent's second biggest gold miner. Met and decided to stick to their roadmap of continuing to gradually increase their production. The 23 producers met by video conference, therefore choosing to limit the increase in production to 400,000 barrels per day from December, despite the insistence of the Biden administration that called for a much larger gesture to temper energy price inflation. Nevertheless, the U.S. is considering tapping into its strategic reserves to weigh on prices as a result 
prices retreated this week with Brent trading at 81.3 US dollars per barrel, while WTI was trading at 79.8 US dollars per barrel. Is once again hitting the 1,800 US dollar mark, which has so far blocked buying assaults. The barbarian relic is back on a bullish trajectory despite the rising dollar and good job creation figures in the US. Silver is also regaining some height at 23.8 US dollar per ounce. As for base metals, weekly developments are rather mixed as the rigor of the greenberg has weighed on the compartment. As proof of this, aluminium fell to 2,400. 2,640 US dollars. Copper stabilized at 9,700 US dollars, as did nickel at 1,500 US dollars. In agricultural commodities, grain prices are consolidating but remain high. And a look at the markets. Fresh concerns have been raised about China's property sector as Kaiser Group has become the latest developer to miss a payment to investors. The Shenzhen-based home builder Kaiser, which has guaranteed the wealth management product, said in a statement that it was facing unprecedented liquidity pressure due to a challenging property market and rating downgrades. It comes as a rival developer. Evergrande Group is still reeling under the weight of more than $300 billion of debt. The crisis at Evergrande has triggered fears that its potential collapse could send shockwaves through global markets. Meanwhile, Evergrande has sold a UK-based asset as it faces another payment deadline. Now trading in shares at Kaiser Group and three of its units was halted in Hong Kong after one of its businesses missed a payment on a wealth management product. Kaiser's troubles come amid concerns about a broadening liquidity crisis in the Chinese property sector with a string of offshore debt defaults, credit rating downgrades and sell-offs in the developers' shares and bonds in recent weeks. Before the suspension, Kaiser, which has a market value of about $1 billion, so its shares hit a record low after falling by 15%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Mithadong.